0: you're with julian on the brown note in australia's rental crises um which has been all over the news even though it is something that's been building for more than 10 years in in sydney in particular, but as the waves of people with slightly more money move further and further out it infects everywhere uh to the point where the most recent scandal involving the the rental crisis was somebody offering a few square meters of their garden for i think 180 dollars a week bring your own tent and they would negotiate with you for access to the toilet Uh, which is i think completely legal but um, symbolically as to how we treat people in the richest nations on earth it is astonishing that shelter that in the uk now we have people deciding whether to heat their home or live or eat um in the richest nations on earth um the amount of people working more than one job just to be able to pay rent um we've reshaped society for the worst and it shows how badly we treat human beings in neoliberal economic environments where they just don't matter where they exist as um you know batteries from the matrix so we're there to Well we were there once to work and now we're there to pay other people's mortgages essentially and it's um, down to your life lottery whether your parents or you were lucky enough to have bought a house when it cost three and a half times the average salary and saw it go up five or six times in value and to an era where it's 15 times the average salary where you can leverage that to outbid anyone else who is looking to buy a house the house price is already too high and you can get an army of investment properties under your belt and parasitically leech off of everyone else's working endeavours. And also the job lottery itself. The most, um, As we saw during the COVID crisis, the most important roles in our society are often the worst paid, often with the least security, whether you're uh, in the gig economy, whether you're in hospitality or retail or a cleaner, or a nurse or a teacher you don't get remuneration remuneration anywhere near like uh, an investment banker does or somebody that potentially offers less to society than they do Um, so the job lottery has come in as well now this whole thing was not by accident it was by design uh, I've made many, many pieces over the years on the housing situation and how it's reshaped Western societies. I think that's becoming more and more emblematic as China and the BRIC nations rise. That we in the West who once had this unimpeachable um, consumerist culture where people could afford to spend an enormous amount on goods and therefore um, bring up all these other countries by making them for us. We now don't have that disposable income because no one can afford to live, um, apart from the people that did well in previous generations. This is all borne out in this country under John Howard. John Howard did Thatcherite damage to Australia, which we will possibly never shake off. The most evil uh, impact politician in Australian history. And the three main tenets were tax breaks for superannuation and the wealthy, franking credits and negative gearing on investment properties you own which over the course of um since like the early 2000s when those all really kicked in in the most egregious ways have given people that already had properties um, one an investment that has gone up dramatically in advance of anybody's wages going up putting them ever more unaffordable to people that didn't already have a house and two it's given you a lot more money to spend on new investment properties to the extent where the renter is now captive to a mosquito-like parasite that simply takes all of their money. And we will never get on the property ladder, even though I've spent in, there's a spider descending from the ceiling. (laughs) Luckily, it was a small one, Um, Australia. Uh, Even though I've spent half a million dollars in rent in, in Sydney in probably 19 years, I've never, ever come close to qualifying for a property that I would have already been now paid off, which is, uh, it's a mind-blowing paradigm. But if I had another property that was now worth $2 million because I bought it for $180,000 20 years ago, I've got all the access I want to outbidding everyone else that is currently a renter. And I saw on my own street, you know, the, the couples that won the auction, the young couples of battlers out there, uh, they were the ones with their dad with them, every time who was obviously putting up the money um, so we've got these three harbinger of doom that John Howard brought in but now we're seeing a new paradigm which is that they, they've struggled over and over to keep interest rates as low as possible the Reserve Bank of Australia is having that um, right removed from them I said over and over again you watch as soon as Labour come in they'll do everything they should have done five years ago under the Liberals. But it seemed like the Reserve Bank and everyone involved was keen to keep house prices as artificially high as possible. So they did enormous damage to the economy. And then when the Liberals were on their way out, they started raising interest rates, and there is a debate as to whether doing so is actually a good thing uh, or has the uh, desired impact. But what has happened is that there are so many more people with investment properties now even when the economy is doing worse rents go up because they own investment properties where the interest rates have risen so they then pass that extra debt onto the renter so even though their own value is falling they make up the difference by increasing rent in a, an economy that isn't doing as well and people and this is a this is a, a paradigm of our entire economy because the rest of our economy is built on disposable income and we're taking that away from an increasingly large proportion of the population who who will do anything they can to just be a, a, able to afford to live the baseline for being able to afford to live in sydney has gone from having an average to low paid job and one day owning your own three-bedroom home to not being able to afford to rent a one-bedroom flat if you're a manager in an office. And that is not even joking. The baseline now to live in Sydney is so ridiculous. And, the, and, the, and it's, it's a paradigm shift. The number one reason to go to work was to keep your wealth. And the number one way to keep your wealth was paying off a mortgage on a loan on your own home. I've paid off $500,000 of other people's mortgages and don't have one red cent from that. This is a paradigm shift. The number one reason to work was to keep your own wealth and when you died, you pass it on to your children in the shape of your home. Now, all we do is pass on all our wealth to somebody else's children. This should be rioting in the street stuff. It's been this slow tick and it's it's just gradually sucked us dry until we're now in this situation. And it's probably the same in London and it's probably the same in large parts of America, anywhere under the neoliberal bandwagon, where the right to live, the right to live, we need to earn enough money to have the right to live, to have accommodation. We made the property developer and the property investor king in this country and they did it in london as well and now no one who isn't already benefiting can ever get on board that ladder we have created the widest gulf in income inequality i think in australian history and this is people's entire lives we're talking about their happiness their lives and what they can offer their children because they've spent their whole life renting in increasingly harsher situations. So we, the, 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 there's only a one way out of this, and this is to really hurt the people that have benefited. You did it. I don't care. You did so well out of all of this, and the rest of us have suffered. You need to suffer. They need to pull the plug on negative gearing, franking credits, and these ridiculous superannuation tax breaks to artificially rig the system in the favor of one group it will hurt them immensely as they have over subscribed to loans that they cannot afford they did so when times were better and the interest rates were lower and now they're struggling we need to make it punitive to own more than one dwelling that you're not living in Why is that okay? Why do we defend a tiny fraction of the population that own multiple properties above anyone else? Bill Shorten lost an election because he actually went after these people, even though they were a fraction of the population. The right-wing news media in this country has made these people, working-class people, go into bat for them and to defend their rights and to defend these poor pensioners who are losing their franking credits and you know the death tax and all of this stuff that they, they took straight out of the neoconservative playbook in america we need to hurt them and someone's got to stand up and do so and it's clear that anthony albanese is not the guy to do so but it may happen in drips with him we've seen some very tentative pushes backwards but what's happening when they push back a tiny bit the steep angle that house prices increase mean that every single day they're getting further and further away from the average person ever being able to afford it on an average wage it's not benefiting society or the country as a whole it's benefiting an entire group of people no no one ever says this the number one people who benefit from house prices increasing are banks imagine you're a bank and you've got 100 billion dollars out in loans and then 20 years later you've got 20 times that out in loans who do you think is benefiting from this there's a lot of people out there that think they're worth several million dollars but what they've got is several million dollars worth of debt and then they're getting five or six other people to pay it for them it's not benefiting anyone and even if it's benefiting a few people that have to do virtually no work sod them And the thing is, it's a really great thing is they say they worked hard to get where they are. Even if you did work really hard, it didn't get you where you are most likely. What got you where you are is you bought a house when things were fair that has dramatically increased in value through no fault of your own. And you may have also worked really hard anyway, but people like nurses are working really hard now and are locked out of the system. Are you really saying that you deserve more than they do and people in certain high-paid office jobs are earning a fortune and can actually step onto the ladder are you saying that you're working harder than the average cleaner no you're not you just feel entitled and you don't want to feel guilty so we have to stop this incredibly unfair reshaping of society and it is probably too late because for house prices to come back to normal will take 20 years and the banks don't want to lose a cent of all the money that they've got out there but we needed to have crash after crash to bring this down and i can't see how it will ever happen so sorry for the uh, negative end and not offering a solution but my solution is Remove everything making it favourable to own multiple investment properties today and stuff them and let's weather that storm.